Instacart wants to gamify omni-channel shopping. According to Grocery Dive, a demo of Instacart's Keeper Cart at the National Retail Federation's Big Show Conference in New York City showed off the option for a consumer to spin a virtual wheel on the smart cart screen for the chance to win a prize. Oh my God, I almost can't read this with a straight face. <laughs> Doing so resulted in a reward of $2 off along with a message that said, spin for another discount next time you shop with a caper cart. Exclamation point too. Using the cart's location sensors and in-store navigation maps, Vice President and General Manager of Instacart's Connected Stores, David McIntosh, said Instacart can envision giving shoppers a challenge to find and scan certain products or types of products in various aisles. Quote, ultimately, where we want to go is to take this to Pokemon Go. Or actually, let me rephrase that because I want to make sure I got that right. He said, quote, ultimately, where we want to take it is Pokemon Go, end quote. So, Ben, do you believe in the concept of gamifying the in-store shopping experience as Instacart is envisioning it? Brilliant. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer it with a slightly different question. Okay. I get, so the, the first question you got to pose that I would pose is like, do you believe that there's gonna be a whole wave of activity over the coming months uh, into the next year, which is all about the digitization of the physical store? Um, and for me, I think that's a huge yes. And why? I think it's because it's gonna be funded by attempts to bring retail media right. offline into stores. Um, you know, the, the, the in-store foot traffic, the opportunity to monetize it is just too great to resist. Yeah. You know, we just had a long conversation earlier of, about the 0.3% margin from self-checkouts yeah. when you could be making 25% plus margins of, of retail media. Mm -hmm. So therefore you could expect to see more tests, more trials, more rollout from like a whole suite of in-store tech that will be there to try and unlock those media dollars. Um, whilst also figuring out which wants to drive efficiency and ultimately which get customer adoption. Um, so whether it's ESLs or in-store screens or smart carts with screens, more of this will be coming. So if you buy into that hypothesis, I do feel free to disagree. Yeah. The, the next the next logical step is kind of somebody's like next gen of digital approaches to demand creation will be utilized on those screens. So if advertising platforms are using things like gamification, influencer videos, short-term discounts, if if those are becoming more established, then they're absolutely going to be used on an in-store environment. Um it's kind of wildly too early to know which of them customers are actually going to adopt. But, you know, look, there's been some incredible numbers shared this week about the amount of Timo is spending on advertising, its mm -hmm. growth. And as sort of that Timofication continues, right. gamification is a huge element of this. So, look, is this going to be the bit that sticks? I don't know. Will we see more of this? 100%, I, I think so. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, those are really compelling points. And what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I, I have my notes similar to what Ben said. I mean, this is something that Timu and Starbucks have been doing for ages and it's, so it's not a new concept. It's definitely something that can get via mobile engaged. phone though as well. I mean, well, that's, that's you know, my that's key point key here. So right? I think this makes sense. The ads getting served up, like once you put things in the carts, that's great. Retail media that Ben's talking about on the cart makes sense. You better do something to pay off 
the carts. You better do something to get the ROI from investing in those carts. So they need to have something on there. But the key thing for this strategy to be successful is that it cannot just be on the cart. It has to be something that's omni-channel, that's on somebody's phone, that's on the cart, that's all syncing up with me as a consumer so that I can play that game, I can spin that wheel, whether I'm at home planning to head to the grocery store or I'm in the store using my caper cart for the shopping experience. Um, and the last thing is the Pokemon Go bit, I think is fine, but there still are no seats for the kids on these smart carts. So before you right. start talking about kids right. playing this Pokemon Go game in the grocery right. store, I hate to break it to you, but it's not right. going to be on the caper cart. Right. End of, and they can end still of play rant. it on a and they can still play it on a mobile phone too, right? right? Like in yes. theory. Mobile phone, like you don't, great. You don't you don't need a cart to gamify the situation. No. Yeah. So I'm gonna surprise you guys a little bit on this one, I think. Like I as as a concept, gamification, I'm actually I'm I'm kind of big on it, you know. Yeah. Um, and this is something, and you might remember this. We thought a lot about this at at Store of the Future mm -hmm. at, at Target. It was definitely on my roadmap, but I would put it in the next category in the now next future of yeah. omni-channel store development. I wouldn't put it on the now. Going back to what we started this show with, like where would I invest in the show me the money things now? This wouldn't be it. Um, you know, in general, I like gamification because you know, anything that allows my my customers to linger in my store for longer, particularly, like you said, Anne, if they have kids with them, you know, there's a win. There's a lot of wins from being able to figure that out. But the form factor of it being on the cart, my hunch is that it's not likely there yet. And it's not likely going to be there anytime soon. So while I'm pro gamification, I wouldn't spend my money on this idea. I wouldn't get hooked on Instacart's flashy, flashy PR on this right now. I'd just be serving up, if I'm going to do the cart at all, I just be serving up straight coupons and discounts via the screens yeah. to first understand if the investment thesis and retail media thesis even plays out. Like mm -hmm. this is this is like far flung idea that doesn't need to happen right now. I don't believe or go the mobile phone. Ben, what do you think? Uh, I think I think back well eighteen months. Um, so grocery shop twenty two is when Instacart launched their connected store proposition, and I right. remember conversations at the time around. What gives Instacart a right to play in the physical store? I think by utilizing all their e-commerce knowledge, there's some really interesting stuff starting to happen. I mean, I, yeah, you, you're, a, you're a colleague, I, 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 Camille Frankarta Jensen was talking about the amount of data that they are getting from the trial of retail media on the caper cart just in Bristol Farms is incredible. Now, how, what you, how you act activate on it and how you action it is the next thing but it's really interesting so we um yeah you, you mentioned david mcintosh in the introductory piece we're really intrigued about where this is going so uh we've invited dave to come and join us in barcelona for shop talk europe he's going to come on stage um, oh wow so in uh in june so it's our five months time we're going to get a little bit of feedback about where this is all going and how was the customer responding to these new things that are being put in front of them and i think that'll be absolutely fascinating Wow. Absolutely, hundred percent. I, 100%. I can't wait to see. Drop. It. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited, even more excited. 